I lay in Zion a choice stone, a precious cornerstone. He who believes in him will not be disappointed. The precious value is for you who believe, but for those who disbelieve, a rock of offense. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is the King of glory, reigns over all creation. He is God Almighty. He is sovereign. He is full of grace, truth, and mercy. He is precious beyond compare. Precious to those who have been united to him by faith. But the reprobate, both inside and outside of the church, reject Christ. To them, he is a stone of stumbling. And they stumble because they are disobedient to the word. Christ continues to deliver sinners and to set the captives free. Those who reject him receive humiliation and judgment. Those who receive him rejoice with exceeding gladness. Hear now from him in Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who for 18 years had had a sickness caused by a spirit, and she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. But the synagogue official, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, There are six days in which work should be done, so come during them and get healed, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each one of you On the Sabbath, untie his ox and his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him? And this woman, a daughter of Abraham, as she is, whom Satan has bound for eighteen long years, should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said this, all his opponents were being humiliated, and the entire crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things being done by him. Let's look at and learn from some of the details in this passage. First of all, take notice that Jesus understood the importance and glorious blessing of gathering together for worship. It was his custom to be in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath day. Notice, too, that a woman, a woman who was dealing with a crippling physical ailment, one that was brought upon her by Satan, an illness she had for 18 years, this woman also recognized the ultimate priority of corporate worship. She understood that as great as her physical ailments were, the need of her soul was greater. And don't miss the grace and mercy of our Lord. Jesus did not wait for the woman to ask him to heal her. He took the initiative. He called her, he spoke to her, and he healed her. Christ laid his hands on this woman, and we read, immediately she was healed and began glorifying God. 
This reminds us that our triune God comes to us when we were dead in sin, children of wrath, sons of disobedience, spiritually bankrupt, held captive by Satan. And by his sovereign grace, he brings us to life. He justifies us. He adopts us into his family. Immediately, we are freed from the dominion of sin and Satan, and we begin glorifying Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But not everybody was pleased with this miracle of love. The synagogue official was indignant. Now, he didn't have the courage to speak directly to Christ, but he complained to any there that would listen to him. He complained about what Jesus had done, and he did so under the guise of concern about the Sabbath. But Jesus did not break the Sabbath, and this official knew it. The real problem for this man and for others is that they hated the person and work of Christ. They hated the honor and glory that he was receiving, and rightfully so. And because they hated Christ, they had no real concern for the woman. As a matter of fact, as Christ points out, they had a greater concern for animals than for human beings. That should sound familiar. Jesus, who knows the inmost thoughts of the heart, saw this facade and he said, not just to the man, but to the people, you hypocrites. He then demonstrated the inconsistency and evil of their thinking. And this resulted in his opponents being humiliated. But the friends of Christ were rejoicing. Today, Christ continues to bring healing, restoration, forgiveness, and eternal life. Today, his enemies hate him for it. But all who are his friends continue. They continue rejoicing over all the glorious things being done by him. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.